Hello, and welcome to episode four of season one of Reputable Remarkable Real Estate. I am Renee Cohen, the host of this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about interest rates, the stock market, and the real estate market. I was talking with a lender in the last couple of days who told me that the rates have now moved into the 6% range, um, and I told her that we haven't seen rates that high since my husband and I bought our first house in 2002. When you couple the rapidly rising interest rates with the rapidly declining stock market, there are definitely some significant effects on the real estate market. It's not a complete 180 from the obscene multiple offer situations and unimaginable over asking price offers that we were experiencing three months ago, but it's turning enough that both buyers and sellers are impacted. What are the effects on the market? First, with the rising interest rates, they directly affect affordability. And this is especially pronounced for the first-time buyers and buyers in the lower-end price points. A higher interest rate means that their buying power will be less, and they'll be paying more in interest per month than they would have been a couple months ago when the rates were still in the 3% range. If buyers are trying to keep their target market or target monthly payments to a certain amount in order to account for the increased interest they now have to factor in, they'll need to lower their price point of the houses that they're looking at. When sale prices were increasing exponentially, many buyers were feeling the pressure with respect to affordability from a pricing perspective. Now that the interest rates are higher, those buyers who were on the cusp of their buying power to begin with when the rates were lower are finding themselves priced out of the market due to the combination of high sale prices and high interest rates. Along the same lines, the segment of the market that is not as impacted by interest rates is impacted by the performance of the stock market. The upper-end buyer who has the financial assets and is more likely to pay cash for a home isn't as concerned with the nuances and the interest rates, but they are concerned about their portfolios, which are currently getting pummeled. Many of these buyers, who are banking on tapping into their portfolio for their purchases, are rethinking their purchases due to the volatility in the stock market. The changes facing the buyers also have implications for sellers. Three months ago, sellers could list their house, and within minutes, sometimes even prior to listing, they had buyers lining up to submit outrageous offers. Prices were rising exponentially, and inventory didn't last long enough on the market to even be counted in the statistics. But now, however, the market looks a little different. Whereas any given property previously had 60-plus showings and 15-plus offers in less than a weekend, now similar properties are seeing 20-plus showings and somewhere between one to three offers, and in some cases, no offers in that same time period. It's no longer a given that houses will sell in the first weekend on the market, and many are languishing on the market for several weeks. Additionally, we've seen price reductions re-enter the market. For those homes that don't sell on the first weekend, by the end of the second week on the market, many have taken a price reduction. It's not unusual to see multiple offers occur after a price reduction, especially if the price reduction puts the property in the correct range where it needed to be to, to be sold, but it's the price reduction that seems to generate the offers. So what are the takeaways for buying and selling in this new environment? Buyers need to reach out to their lenders to run lending scenarios to make sure they are comfortable with the numbers at the new interest rates. Pre-approvals have always been important, but in the new lending climate, it's that much more crucial that buyers know what they're getting into from a lending perspective before they make offers on homes. 
Sellers also need to understand their numbers, but their numbers relate to pricing and pricing their properties appropriately for the market. Furthermore, they need to be realistic about how the market has changed and have realistic expectations for how many offers they will likely receive once they go on the market. It's not a bad time to be in the market, and it's possible to be successful either as a buyer or as a seller, but understanding the current market is the way that you can be successful. It's the key to that success. So thank you for listening. Let me know if you have any questions about the interest rates, the stock market, and the impact on the real estate market. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye.